0: This is Symposium. After I finished the book, I wanted to know exactly what the truth behind that was.
1: Krishna opens his mouth, and she looks in his mouth, and she sees the whole universe. If you go back and watch Friends, they never talk about politics. And it's not a big surprise, but it's kind of like, really? Like, it never came up? He had to re-evaluate his whole student senate, and he straight up told them we need to reevaluate ourselves and check ourselves. Which is fascinating and wonderful in so many different ways. Cameron Harris is a third year psychology major with communication and management minors. Last fall semester, he wrote a paper titled Ellen DeGeneres, George W. Bush and the Social Responsibility of Celebrities for his Rhetorical Criticism class.
0: The main thing that I wanted to do was to get people to think about Celebrities and how they talk in the media, and how critical we are of them, and how reliant we are on them, and not really understanding that. I actually reviewed some literature that talked about how um, adolescents did not believe that uh, celebrities had a lot of impact on them, like how they form their decisions, how they do things. When actually it did, like the researcher said, did some research um, outside, and it was basically two different studies compared to each other. And um, the amount that adolescents think, and also into adulthood, think that they have influence from celebrities was a lot lower than like what it actually was. So we don't actually think that we have a high influence when in fact we do and they do influence our opinions and decisions. I in my paper I specifically reviewed a video that Ellen DeGeneres put out. Ellen and George Bush were seen at a football game together and she posted a video about a um and it was very interesting.
1: The video that Cameron is referring to was published to
0: YouTube last October.
1: In this video, Ellen discusses how, the weekend prior, she was invited to a football game and sat next to fancy very important people like former President George W. Bush.
0: I know, I saw it as offensive and a lot of people within the LGBT community saw it as offensive as well because it was very nonchalant and she would compare her relations to a person, George Bush, who has been involved in a lot of anti-LGBT campaigning.
1: To elaborate on what he mentioned, Ellen and George were pictured together on camera and throughout the video, Ellen is constantly using humor to tone down the fact that she was sitting next to a man who called to ban same-sex marriage at a constitutional level in his 2004 re-election campaign, whereas Ellen is seen as a pioneer for LGBT representation in the media.
0: He's um, just not a good guy in terms of um, relations with the LGBT community, and she often compared their relationship to things like tweezing hair and how um, just because she doesn't like it when people don't tweeze their hair doesn't mean that she wouldn't be friends with him. So just because they have opposing views on the community doesn't mean that she would not be friends with him. And comparisons like that is what kind of drove me to write this paper because um, obviously that's very nonchalant and I don't think she's thinking about the full impact of her actions and her words as a celebrity, especially representing the LGBT community because it's not holding people accountable for the actions.
1: Cameron mentions the concept of Kenneth Burke's dramatic criticism. He used this theory in order to help analyze Ellen's point of view and determine the meaning of her actions. The basis of dramatic criticism is that it picks out act, agent, agency, scene, and purpose. In simple terms, the dramatistic pentad is comparable to your who, what, when, where, why, and how questions. The act is the what, as in, what is the action? The scene is when and where the act takes place, the agent is who, as in who is doing the act, agency answers how the act was done, and finally, the purpose is why was the act done. This theory can be used in theater, and any form of communication for that matter, to determine someone else's point of view in a given situation
0: basically applying the um the artifact act scene agent, agency and purpose to her video you kind of had to take on this point of view of well what was Ellen thinking when she made this video you know what was her point of view and I analyzed her point of view and just it all came down to a very nonchalant view of what was happening you know she saw herself as um just at this football game. You know, that was the act that she was doing. She was at this football game with George W. Bush. You know, her purpose of the video was to just explain this. And and in the way that she explained it, again, very nonchalant. And just looking at her point of view through Burke's ideas like this kind of strengthened my argument in the fact that she was not putting enough importance in what was happening. And she was just kind of brushing it off.
1: Camera discusses how problematic Ellen and George's presence together is in the public eye.
0: I feel like that's the basis of my paper. That's why their images were compatible is because of their beliefs and actions. Yeah. Um, because the social responsibility was what I reviewed specifically. I would definitely say, well, this might kind of count as action. But George W. Bush's involvement in the war when he was a president, that image of like innocent civilian death. And just a president in general, every single president goes through, like, some type of very, very large um, thing that they're criticized for, basically. Mm -hmm. And I think that as a public figure at the level that Ellen is, I don't really think that she should, like, endorse a friendship like that, especially because she's supposed to be seen as, like, this funny... Um, middle ground, household name, very unopinionated type of thing, other than the fact that she is supposed to be seen as a frontliner for the LGBT community.
1: This event and Ellen's responses happened months ago, but lackluster coverage made the news disappear before her reputation was harmed. Camera discusses how this truly affected Ellen's reputation and offended the LGBT community.
0: I feel like Ellen was probably stained a lot more just because she's now seen a little differently in the community. Whereas George W. Bush, I don't think anything basically happened to him. If you really think about it, nothing honestly happened to him other than criticism that already existed for him. So a lot of LGBT media specifically had just this, very angry outcry, like um, Out Magazine was one of them that I reviewed, and they wrote a very interesting op-ed about their responses and how they were feeling and how they just kind of felt wronged by Ellen. But the the bad thing about that is that these media sources aren't as popular as they could be because, of course, they're coming from the community, and the community still isn't being accepted into media reporting like this, as much as we see in like CNN and Fox News and Time Magazine and all these other people who did not hold Ellen accountable. So because of the big names not holding Ellen or George W. Bush accountable, it was forgot about basically. It was was Uh five minute news. They got their 15 seconds and it was gone.
1: Cameron's study of the social responsibility of celebrities is crucial for our generation because of how heavily they can influence us. We criticize when celebrities are being irresponsible, while respecting and admiring them when they are responsible.
0: Learn to be more critical of the things that uh, celebrities are saying, you know, just we have to become more critical of the things that we read and see online and in our real life. And I feel like this project would have urged people to do the same.
1: Thanks again to Cameron for taking the time to talk with me, and special thanks to Amy Beringer for all her help with this series. To read Cameron's abstract or to learn more about the Undergraduate Symposium, visit emish.edu symposium. You can find more stories like this at easternecho.com, and you can reach our podcast section via email at podcast at easternecho.com. This episode of Symposium was written by yours truly, Kayla Trifil, and produced by Ronja Kabadsag. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday.